It is Thursday, June 23rd, 2022. And no, that is not Chris Rose over there. He is in Vegas enjoying the spoils of battle bots like he should be with his beautiful bride, Michelle. Over on the other end there, that's Joe's McFly. They're calling him the Simulation King. He's got the gold chain popping just like me. What's up, Joe's? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling great. Is that is I bet. an acceptable answer? I'm feeling great, and um, my Yanks are playing good. Oh my! God. Things are going well. Lots of travel coming up, so life's good. We can see the smile on your face if you're on AMP or just listening on the podcast version. Joe's got a massive smile. He's winning raffles. He's traveling all over the world. (laughs) It is good to be McFly these days. All right. We're going to start off talking about you a little bit. You know, the Yanks go down to Tampa. You're there. We know you won the raffle. We talked about on this show yesterday. Um, They win. Big night from Judge, two homers, the Jose Trevino homer. That thing is awesome. I want you to tell us about your time in Tampa, yes. like what you thought about the trop. Okay. Raffle aside. Raffle aside. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, if it's raffle, if it's with the raffle, then it's the best park in America. If Get the raffle, raffle out of here. I want to yeah. know what Get you think about the trop. All right. They need a new ballpark <laughs> as soon as possible. That is not a good experience over there. It's just... It feels pregame. Trev, you know how pregame, there's usually like a buzz in the air, you know, like something. Go, it, it feels like a, a library in there. It feels weird. It's like a weird vibe. I don't know. It's um the corridors are strange. It looks like a like a shopping mall a little bit. Um, It doesn't feel like a ballpark. It doesn't feel like I'm at the ballpark. Uh, But, you know, I one cool so thing you- in center field, they have like this bar area which looks yep. pretty cool. That's that's the only thing I could really say. I feel like a lot of people probably share your sentiment. I mean, it gets talked about a lot within the baseball world about, you know, what the trop is. I'm going to defend St. Pete a little bit. I think the town of St. Pete is cool. Uh, there's a yes. nice little street there that you can go kind of, I think it's Central maybe. Is the, maybe it's Main Street. I don't really remember. Uh, great little restaurants and bars, but the trop itself, yeah, it's kind of underwhelming. Uh, but you did... You did have a good time there. How much? 16 grand? 15. 15. Oh, oh yeah. Boy. So it's good. But I think I think that they would do way better if they were in somewhere in Tampa and people didn't have to cross that long bridge to get over there. That would be probably help, right? And yes. um, yeah, just kind of put them down there where it's easier for people to get to over there. So okay, let's talk some baseball now. We talked about the Yankees in Tampa. Now they're coming home. Maybe the biggest series of the year kind of want to get your take on that. Uh, the Astros are coming into town, a two game sweep of the Mets, which is pretty cool to see. Uh, but yeah, now it's coming up into the Bronx facing the Yankees. It's a four game set. And my question to you, Joe's is which of the four pitching matchups are you most interested in? I'm going to give them to you right now. It's yeah. Valdez and Tyone. It's mm-hmm. Verlander versus Seve. It's Javier versus Cole. And then the last day, it's Urquidy versus Cortez. I mean, I, of course, I'm excited for all of them because this is this is a battle of not only heavyweights and the best AL teams, but the two best pitching staffs, right? So I think Friday night for me does it. Verlander, Severino, Friday night lights. It's going to be packed in that stadium because it's also going to be 
nasty Nestor t-shirt night. So there's going to be a lot of people getting in there. I'm looking forward to that match. And I, I know Severino loves the moment. He loves being in there. He loves like the atmosphere of like the playoffs. So uh, look for Severino to have what Dan calls the 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 Sevy T Rex arms uh, getting hype in somewhere in that game. So and and Verlander, we know what he's been this yeah. year coming in. He's not scared of the Bronx whatsoever. No. He's been there, done that. I do like that matchup. I'm going to go with their Kitty Cortez matchup for a couple different reasons. Okay, you know Sunday it's the uh, it's the fourth uh, game of the series. Something's going to happen, whether it's Yankees looking for to win the series or to split the series or maybe even to sweep the series. We don't know. Or to stop getting swept. Something's going to happen on that fourth day. And this is kind of like a prove it day. You know, Urquidy has not pitched well at all this year. So, like, they're relying on him uh, in a big game on Sunday. And then Cortez, you know, I'm not saying, like, Carriage is turning into a pumpkin, but June hasn't been great to him. He's had a couple of rough starts. And this is against this. Now you're going up against a really, really tough lineup that can bang the ball that doesn't care. They're in the Bronx. Like this is the big kind of prove it matchup for Nestor. You know, I, we it knew is. he wasn't going to be a one five type of guy, but is he going to be, you know, a, a threes type of guy, or is he going to go back to kind of regressing to his career norm with a four? I want to see what's happening. I, I believe in Nestor. I think he's made some adjustments and I think that, you know, the Yankees coaching staff, Specifically, their pitching uh, pitching coaches, mm-hmm. you know, have molded him a little bit, but he's got to continue to do it. And I'm very curious to see how he does against such a tough Astros lineup. Definitely, I, I want to see how the entire pitching staff fares against them. I'm sure that they're looking at it the same way as well. Kind of like a little litmus test for both teams, where it's like, all right, this is where we stand as the two best teams. So, looking forward to this heavyweight matchup, man. It's awesome. I I hate saying this because we're in June, but I mean, this yes. is this feels like a playoff matchup, right? This feels like this is yes. going to happen. I find it like, actually, I'm not complaining. All right, ESPN, please don't like change anything last minute. I find it kind of weird how su- this Sunday night game is not a uh, this Sunday game is not a Sunday night baseball game. I'm not complaining. I feel you on that. And, and so hearing you say that, is this like your favorite Yankee matchup uh, now? Or is it still the Red Sox? Like, is this your matchup? I mean, in the division and the Yankees only seen the Red Sox for three games. And I kind of want to see them now, too, because they're good now. They weren't mm-hmm. good in the beginning of the year. So we'll get the there. Astros, what was that? Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that we'll, question. We'll, we'll, get there. we'll get there. I'm supposed to go to Fenway. But we have um, now we have the Astros who, like I said, they've been the team that has stood in the Yankees way in the past years. They've had a great turnover. They lost some of some of their core players, but they gained back miraculously some awesome players uh, with Pena and then Alvarez coming into his own being MVP status. So I am looking forward to this. I can't. can't wait. The Astros are the troll at the bridge, baby. You got to pay, the, pay right. the toll to get to the World Series. Like You got to go yep. through them. Yes, yes. There's no I doubt agree. about that. I agree. All right. Cardinals. Sole possession of first in the NL Central. Um, had a really nice game in Milwaukee last night. Uh, Genesis Cabrera, six out save. He looks absolutely filthy. Brewers had a chance there at the end with Yelly up there but he gets the ground out to second base. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of good years going on in St. Louis, and I want to know who on their squad has surprised you the most this year. Tommy Edmond. 
I mean, not only is he, I mean, from what he did last year, but and looking at him, he's been playing, he was playing second base. Now he's playing some short. I, I like what I'm seeing from him. He's bringing speed to the game too. He has 16, he's 16 bags stolen, um, has some power. I mean, he's on track career high right now. He's already got seven. So, uh, Tommy Edmond for sure is that guy for me and, uh, putting the bat on the ball and looking good out there, man. So love it. Tommy he's, he's the guy where you have to decide what you value in a player. And if you value defensive metrics, cause this guy is, you know, right, one of the leaders problem. in B war F war, a lot of it coming from defense. Uh, he has had a great offensive year as well. So, you know, you're putting him up with like the elite of the elite players. And some people are like, how can you do that? Well, I mean, you got to play all facets of the ball, right? Like he's running the bases, playing defense. He's having a good offensive year. I love Todd Miemann. I'm going to go with Nolan Gorman um, mm. for a couple reasons. 22 years old, Joe. 22 years Let's old. Thick out. boy. Raw power. And uh, he's having a great offensive year so far. I know it's 107 plate appearances, but to come up and start in the middle infield for a Cardinals team that's known for, you know, being veteran heavy, uh, they're going to be in the race at all times. They just took took over first place. Nolan Gorman come up at 22, like looking the way he does at the plate while playing a good second base. Yes. Very, very impressive. And, you know, you can talk about a, a bunch of different things on this Cardinal team, you know, whether it be some of the back end bullpen guys, whether it be like Michaelis and Wainwright having good years and that staff is pretty deep. Yes. I know Flaherty had a bad start, but he's he's used. This is a spring training. He's going to be there, yeah. get his velo back up and all that good stuff. Uh, but when you have young guys coming up and performing, that's what you need. You know, you have to have guys coming up, performing. Nolan Gorman uh, is that for me. And, and I just look at this Cardinals team and I look at the Brewers team right now and the Cardinals are just they're just better. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are better. I think we had a conversation about this when you were down here, Trev. I think we were talking about the Cardinals and what they're doing. And I know you, you've been like brew crew like the entire year. And it, I'm like, I don't know. There's something about the Cardinals. I I, I like the Cardinals. Um, I think, you know, Paul Goldschmidt is having an amazing year, probably the best season of his career so far. Mm -hmm. He's got 17 bombs on the season, one dot OPS. I, I love what I'm seeing from him and um, just that entire team. And Arenado, too, who's amazing. So just a lot of good vibes around that team. I think it has to do with the the good juju bringing back Pujols and having all of that going on and celebration. And it's just a lot of happy stuff in St. Louis. Yeah. You know, you got to give, you got to talk about the brew crew a little bit here. Three of their starters are hurt. I actually texted yeah. someone in the Brewers organization. I was like, it's kind of tough. This is a big series, you know, and you're starting Chi-Chi Rodriguez. Like no offense to Chi-Chi, but like, you know, he was in AAA with the twins, like spot starts a few times. Now here he is. Uh, in, in a big series, and, and they kind of teed off on him a little bit there to start. Um, but, yeah, the Blue Crew will be there at the end, but until they make that offensive upgrade that I've been promised, until they get those starting pitchers back, the Cardinals can start to kind of open this lead up a little bit, and the Blue Crew's going to have to play catch-up, which is something they were not thinking about, I don't know, two, three weeks ago? Yeah, probably weren't anticipating that. So yeah. I, think, I think it's kind of like the reverse early – season for the angels if you remember they were kind of leading oh. the division for a little bit for a while it seems like a long time ago um i joe's i meant to start the show off because we talk about otani so much he's not going to be a main topic on the youtube portion here but i mean i guess he kind of he should have been 
eight RBIs one night and the following night he strikes out 13 people. What, like He's I'm going to continue to say this until like, I don't know, until people tell me to shut up, but, if you can go see Otani play, go see Otani play. Doesn't matter if he's pitching or hitting. Like sometimes he does both. Go see him play. Like yeah. this is something that's rare. You are not gonna see this again. I don't care. Like if you think that it's gonna open up the path for other two-way players, bullshit. Shohei Otani is yeah. not like anybody else on this planet when it comes to playing baseball. Go he's see special. the man. Do what he's doing. He is special. I. When he came to Yankee Stadium, now he got he got kind of hit around a little bit by the Yankees, but when he came to Yankee Stadium, the ball just jumps off his bat. Like, he barely would hit him, and they would go all the way to the warning track. I was like, whoa, what's going on? Um, that's ridiculous. I mean, I can see why people always favor him for MVP right away, because who can do that? You know, you get nobody just nobody can every single night. They're like, it's the first time in baseball history. This is yeah. happening. And we and now we just gloss over it. Because right. we heard it so much, dude. But this guy hits the ball just as hard as Giancarlo Stanton and throws 100 miles an hour off the mound. It's just weird how the <laughs> Angels can't win a game that he has eight RBI. <laughs> Is that not strange? We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> they never had the lead in the game. They never had the lead in the right. game, Joe. I'm just saying. You know, you look oh, at my gosh. Okay. <laughs> talked about the guard or we talked about the Cardinals in the central a little bit. We're going to go to another central team that yes. just took over first place this time in the AL Chris Rose's guardians. Every time we talk about the guardians, Rosie's gone gallivanting around town. Sorry about it. Uh, this time the twins bullpen coughs it up after a late go ahead rally by Minnesota. The guardians now have won 17 of 21 and they're winners of seven straight series. Are you buying it joe's um yeah they're playing some good teams i mean well not good teams per se but they beat the dodgers they swept the rockies like dodgers at home at home yes um in la so it's like it's not like you know and whenever you win 17 games in that kind of a stretch you got to give respect I don't care what teams you're facing. They're all MLB teams, and if they're on the schedule, you got to face them. That's how I look at the schedule. Right? You know, of course, there's strength of schedule, and you know we're going to talk about strength of schedule later on, also with uh, with the Sox as well. But it's like, yo, if you're facing the teams on the schedule and you're beating them at this clip, I got to show you your respect. And how about you coming up on the Twins and tying them? Um, so I'm I'm pretty impressed with them. I mean, I don't know what's going on with the White Sox either, but I'm buying I'm buying the Guardians. Yeah, I love like kind of like the roster construction here. We talked about their starting pitching, back end, the bullpen. Those are things I always mention because I believe they're obviously very important. But it's cool to see like almost I don't want to say a ragtag group of guys, but these guys, a lot of them have come over from different organizations. You have the Bauer trade bringing over uh, Fran Mill Reyes. You have mm -hmm. the uh, Kluber trade bringing over class a you have the clevenger trade basically bringing everybody else over that one had i'm reading it right now had austin hedges josh naylor owen miller cal quantrell all in that trade for clevenger so like i know jake loves to talk about uh, the guardians and how their franchises run they end up trading their players but if you think about trevor bauer trade we know what's happened with him it's not even can't even play baseball right now uh kluber 
went over to the Rangers. Hasn't been the same since. Although he's been okay for the Rays this year. I think they, yes. you know, I think they'll take Class A. Uh, he's become one of the better levers in baseball. And then Clevenger had to go have TJ. And so they're doing it right. Um, and these guys have all come together and it's, it's a different kind of brand of baseball. You know, they're, they're putting the ball in play. They're running the bases. I told uh, C Rose, it's, it's like every team wants to be in spring training. They always take talk about taking the extra base, playing yes. good defense. And then when the season comes around, it's all by hitting three run homers. The guardians are actually putting this into play during the season and it's working out for them. I am iffy. If I'm buying, I don't know if, who I'm buying in the AL Central, bro. And is, does it seem like we're saying that every single year? It feels like it's week to week. Right why, like, now. why Why is the AL Central like soft like that? I don't know. And this is a guy who played most of my career. It. I don't know. <laughs> every once in a while, we throw out a World Series winner and, and everyone's happy about it. But I don't know. I, I, I can't quit the White Sox in this division, even though the Guardians are playing the way right. they're playing. Twins look good. Like Sonny Gray looked good last night, and or not, he didn't look great last night. But some of his, his pitches were fine. He's been good this year. I don't know, man. It's tough. Well, see, Guardians. And by the way, I think I might go. I might go to Cleveland. And C Rose is like, I'll hook you up if you go, bro. I'm like, okay, I'll go. C Rose. Uh, shout out to Richie Palacios who got called up earlier, and we met him in spring. You know, he came over to the house, was doing some stuff. Uh, we had a little tournament in the house. He was cool. And, um, you know, he's doing pretty well. They called him up. I think he's batting, he's batting six right now. So Bro, this is what like the guardians, like they're, are they raising everybody right now? Because they have a guy like Owen Miller. They're calling him like the sack fly God. Like he might break records for sack flies. Like weird stuff like that is happening yeah. with the guardians, dude. I, I didn't we'll believe in them preseason, but now it's kind of nobody like did. They're, they're there. Nobody did. They're there. Um, Tristan McKenzie, by the way, looks absolutely filthy. Yes. And that's a big, that's a big upgrade um, for them in that rotation. If they got him pitching this way all season long, man, look out, how about, dude. How about Biebs, man? Good job. I know he's back. He's back. All right. Speaking of buying it, we are going to move on. We'll get out of this division, go to your favorite division. Speaking of buying it, the Red Sox are coming. Joe's yes. they're 15 and four in June. Um, is this a soft spot in the schedule? Or is this team legit? I'm going to read you the teams they played in June. Mm -hmm. Oakland six times, the Angels four times, Seattle three times, St. Louis three times, Detroit twice now, and Cincinnati once. Um, listen, the Red Sox <laughs> are legit. I have respect for them because I know they can hit. Okay? I, I thought that the Red Sox weren't going to be out of it. Now, they're... I think the division that AL East is like, you know, the Yankees are not, you know, they're not relinquishing that like that. But I think that they're definitely going to, they're the second best team in the AL East. In my opinion, I think that they're better than Toronto. I've seen a lot of Toronto and I just believe in the Red Sox more. I, I see the Red Sox. They can hit with the best of them. They know what they're doing. They know how to win as well. I don't know if I can say the same thing about Toronto. Um, so and not only that, their pitching is like coming, coming. around as well. Um, the whole schedule thing, it is a soft spot in your schedule, but you know what? If they would have went four and 15 in that time, then we're like, what's going on? Um, so you got to beat the teams that are on the schedule. That's why they're on there. Uh, they're all MLB teams. So, I mean, at the end of the year, they look at your full record, not who you did stuff against only. So that is uh, very I, true. I know. 
I'm buying them, and it is a soft spot in the schedule. I think both things both things can be true. Um, I don't know if I have them second in the AL East just yet. I think I still have the Blue Jays there. Um, they're half game out. They're half game out. You know, this is it's June 23rd, right? Like, there's a lot of baseball, about 100 games still left to be played. So we will see. The Red Sox have been surging. The starting pitching has been good. Nick Pavetta's really stepped it up. He's he was my key to success for them this year. Um, and as he's gotten better, they've gotten a lot better. And I do believe I, they got bats there. Some guys are going off. Trevor Story's on his way back. Like he, he can get hot at any moment. This guy could carry your team. So I believe in the Red Sox. I, I think they are better than the Rays. The Rays. Yes. Whole offense is just like IL decimated. Like they have nobody on offense right now. But they still like bad too. They still gave you guys a series. Like the trap is weird. The (laughs) trap is weird. It's like, how do you, you know, we want to say the Rays are the fourth best team in the East right now, but like, are they really, you know, like when are they ever that bad? So uh, it's all jumbled up for me, but I, I I do believe the Red Sox are playing really good baseball. I do believe they're going to be there at the end. I think in my preseason predictions, I had four AL East teams in the playoffs, which is nuts to think about. That is nuts. I, I do believe – I believe in run differential a lot. Um, I do too. I do too. People – a lot of people – obviously, it's a fla- it is a flawed, you know, statistic, it but – it just shows how good you pitch versus how good you also hit. And if you can be – the people that do that the best – are usually at the top. Like it's, I know it does end up working out. That stat ends up working out a lot at the end of the year. Yes. Cumulative. All right. All right. Well, now that we got you to say that the Red Sox are a good team and you think they might give the Yankees uh, some trouble in the playoffs or down the stretch, that's nice. We're going to get a little bit lighter. Oh, you didn't? I didn't say that. I said, who's your favorite player on the Red Sox? Uh, Devers. He's good. For Those obvious reasons. Those guys are good, bro. Yes, Devers. Rafael okay. Devers. Now, he, Joseph, you heard it here first. Joseph's favorite player in the big leagues, Rafael Devers. <laughs> hey, this guy you do like, though. He did pitch for your team. We're going to get end on a little bit lighter note, just like we always do. David Robertson, our yes. guy. He's still pitching. Okay, He got in a bat after 695 games ah. without getting one. Obviously, he's a reliever. Um, it was off a position player, Diego Castillo. Yep. Um, David Robertson hadn't hit since high school shows. Now we're showing the video now. It there were some meatballs there, and yeah. he ends up striking out. The enthusiasm was there. He was very happy, smiling the entire time. I, I found it to be very entertaining, even though I don't like position players pitching anymore. I think it's it's brutal. Right. My question to you is: I mean, you're seeing these pitches right now. Yes. He ends up can I don't even think he makes contact. You think you could have done better after playing the blitz ball league? You think you could have hit uh, one of those pitches? No. Uh, oh, hit him? I do you yeah. meant like pitching. Um, I can hit that. That I can hit. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'm not. I thought you. I first when I first read that, I thought you meant like pitch better. I'm like, uh, I'm like that. You could probably that. I'm geared up for. I could gear up for that. Um, <laughs> other stuff is like that's like that's that's BP fastballs. I could probably. You know, at least get the ball into the outfield. I'm not saying it's going to be a hit. I'm not saying I'm hitting a tank. But Joe, I, you you've said a lot on this show. You just said you're a major league hitter. I mean, things are coming out of your mouth. You are the simulation king. Dan, I need you to step in here, if you can, on the audio. Tell me what you think. You would you have done better than uh, David Robertson right there? He's not even listening. Dan, 
Dan, where'd you go, man? Here he is. He unmuted himself in the talking baseball app. I don't know what's going oh, on. Anyway, wait, no, I'm right here, yo. I'm there right he here. Is. What I was there saying is. is I would probably look exactly like David Robertson did if anybody saw my blitz ball performance. Yeah, we saw good. it. We saw it, bro. Yeah. I started off pretty bad. I had a good one. I had a good game in that all-star. The all-star game. So all right, we're gonna people always get mad because oh, we didn't cover this, you didn't cover the Braves walk off, you didn't cover the Padres walk off, you know, the Mariners crushing it after you pronounced them dead. Well, we are gonna cover that. We have another 30 minutes on the AMP app. If you haven't downloaded it yet, download it. Use uh, the code baseball today. We're gonna go on it right after we end here. Uh, so don't get mad at us, just come listen to the rest of the show on AMP. Now, Joe's, you've been talking about Joe's goes, all these places. What you got coming out on John Boy Media this week? Uh, this week, I mean, Pinstripe Strong, of course, we got the podcast where we do the series recaps. The Yankees I had a good one last night, a late one. I remember you texting me. We were texting, yeah. And then we have the, and also I got some James Gaming stuff that we have to do, some really good video games that are coming out, and then uh, we got to do videos on those trailers and uh, gameplay. Hopefully, we get some internet stuff fixed out in this office so we could do it, but fun stuff, fun stuff. You're all over the place. I love it. Uh, talking baseball, Jake and I sat down, talked about uh, who the most valuable player in baseball is when you factor in contract and years of control and all that stuff. Mm. I'll let you find out who I said. Um, we also basically wrote a movie, Joes. We wrote the 2016 Chicago Cubs movie on the spot. Okay. Um, on Talking Baseball. It uh, wasn't live, pre-recorded, but you can go check it out. We kind of did some casting, and the comments on that video have been really fun because a lot of people have been saying, well, you should have casted this person and this person. Jake said the only two people he really related to that he could have played were Javier Baez, obviously, and a young Glaber Torres. Mm. But I said – you know, you look more like a Schwarber to me, to be honest with you. So we'll see <laughs> where we Theo land. Epstein. Theo Epstein. What was that? I, I, I said uh, Spider-Man, uh, one of those Spider-Man dudes. I forget who what his name is again. Okay. Yeah, he's a Spider-Man looking kind of guy. He does. He does kind of look. for Grace? Is that who I think I said? I don't know. Topher Grace? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, go check it out. Um, that'll do it for us today. Again, we're going straight to AMP now to finish another 30 minutes talking baseball today. Um, we will be back tomorrow. Joe's and I, Chris Rose, still will be gallivanting around town. We'll see you at 1130 Eastern time here tomorrow on Baseball Today. Thank you, Joe's. Thank you to our amazing producer, Dan Rourke. Our intern, Alden Stone. That's a rock star name if I've ever heard That's of a one. rock star name. That's a good we will see you guys manana.